downloading part two of this week's TB podcast episode with Muska. For those listening on iTunes, Apple Podcasts or Spotify, part one of this episode should be on your playlist feed or under the TB podcast if you search it. Um, But here is part two for the full episode in one. You can find that on soundcloud.com at Trent Hot Off or on the TB podcast playlist. Oh, also, for all photos we discuss in this episode, can be found at trentoff.com slash musker, that's M-U-S-K-A, or on the Facebook page, the TB Podcast, the Techno Beat with Trent Bias. Thank you all for downloading, and now, here's part two with Musker. So we've gone through basically a massive range of parties, clubs that you've been to. Um, how was... How um, how's have we got the picture here with um, with Shannon hmm. uh, at Fake Chow? You've been around a while. There's lots of good young artists coming through. Everyone who listens to this already knows about Hands Down, Lee Boy, and all those guys. Mm. But um, I knew like, first. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, well, I guess no. that's on any other. Nah, like, that's a lie. Like, like, no, they have such a cult following. Yeah, but how do you spot talent, and, and how do you help that's, nurture it? I suppose. Yeah, like so, Shannon and my relationship was founded on dubstep. True. Yeah, I, I, I used to live at Rubik's, which is. Tetris. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep, next to Kiss FM, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So I used to live there. You can listen to Julian uh, Perspective, Kiss FM, Thursday nights. Uh, that used to be a communal studio yep. hub with a producer called Wasabi and Kodiak Kid was there and mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Joel Kirk Cocaine and a bunch of these like yep. different artists who had studios. Yep. It was fucking amazing. It was probably like ahead of its time, the concept, because um, like as producers, yep. we hadn't, you know, like if we were doing that now, oh my God. <laughs> now's the time you know yeah. but um yeah but um so like she she was just Tanya was just in the transition of changing from studios into club because mm-hmm. the, the studios wasn't making money and she needed to turn it into a venue I had I had a front room still and I was living there and I had my studio set up and I was like writing tunes in my studio and Joel was running his party and I could hear this like fucking real dubby fucking like low slung not aggressive dubstep like cool shit mm. What what what, what, what they call their what they call their Frankie Shadow stuff? Okay, and I was like, "What the fuck is this shit? Fuck, this is pretty cool." Hey, I'm fucking whatever. I will just keep writing tunes. Next track comes on. Oh fuck, what is that? Oh, fuck, this <laughs> sounds alright. Oh no, look, I'll just go back to my track. Third track comes on. Nah, who's this cunt? <laughs> you know, so I like get up out of my seat, go out there. I'm like, "What the fuck?" Next thing I'm like listening to this dude play set. I'm like, "Oh," and like this is how every relationship that I've made kind of starts. It's it's getting blown away. Yeah, by, by the music, you know. So I'd like rock out to his set. He gets off my job. Like, who, who's this guy? Like, who are you, mate? You know, he's like, boogin', my hands down. You know, I'm like, <laughs> I'm oh, down. man, that was fucking sick. That's you know? the best that impersonation was... I've ever heard. Oh, I'm, I'm hands down. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> like, 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 that was fucking sick. You know, and like yeah. he was like, yeah, I play techno too. I'm like, what? And he's like, yeah, I play tramp. I was like, what? And like, you know, and it was just like, you know, just download. This yep. is who I am. This is this is you know who he mm. is, and I was like. Dude, like yep. we're in this together. Let's go. Like yep. you got, you're sick. You're a sick hunt, and that was it. And then, um, and up. then, and then, as I got to know him more, and then, and then, like they had, like they had, like massive respect. Like Lee Boy, kind of, um, he he knew who I was, and and I, I knew of him as well. And and like they just came in with this, like they were like the first guys that I kind of like. Because I like you know organic audio just started. I've been through a lot of crap with the industry. Like I, I, you know, I was a young guy working with older 
older men. Yeah. And and I, I kind of done my time. Yeah. You know, like you know, I've done a decade by now of working in the industry and started to feel a bit alone. Like like you know, like yeah. where's my crew type of thing. Mm-hmm. Like you know, drugs kind of like play their toll in, in, yeah. in people coming and going. Knowing who your lives. real friends are. Yeah, yeah, and all of that stuff. Yeah. And um, these guys just came in. They were just like, Musk, you're the OG. And they knew, they knew like, they had full respect for all this shit I'd done and just mm-hmm. kind of made me feel, like, really kind of, like, gratitude, yeah. you know, and, and, like, done their homework. and they had Lee Boy calls himself the OG now. Yeah, he is. Yeah. And, like, uh, and they just had, like, friends who just, like, just were onto it, and I just felt like really kind of connected. Met Jai through through them, and recovery you know, yeah. <laughs> and the whole thing just snowboarded. And the next thing, I'm just surrounded by these young cunts who yeah. who I just haven't been around. Like they're, and not, they're not much younger than me now, but like and at the time proud they to be were young cunts. <laughs> well, no, yeah, yeah. Well, Lee's not. Lee's not. Like, no, Lee's the same age as mine. But I actually but call him I, dad. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I mean more young cuts by like the, the, yeah, the, the, the people that they're surrounded by. Like, yeah. and, and at the time that we met, like mm-hmm. they were considerably kind of younger. But as you get older, that that gap kind of doesn't matter so much. Yep. And um, and I was just like, dude, like I, I want to help you blow up, and mm-hmm. you know, I've I've got the platform, and you know, I can get you, you know, we can get you on these fucking yep. stages, and the mates with Elliot from Strawberry, and mm-hmm. let's get you on there, and. Yeah, because if you get on a strawberry fields lineup at a good time, mate, your your career yeah. snowballs. It's as simple as that. Yeah. You know? And and we did it and 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 and, and it happened and mm-hmm. yeah, they they show gratitude for it all the time. Yeah. Like, they can probably shut up now. It's all yeah. them. You know, it's all them now, you know. Like yeah, yeah, like we definitely played a played a role in in giving them a bit of a, yeah. you know. Of all the a, a boost in the right direction, but it's all there, man. They they just got everything that, yeah. that you know that it of, takes. Of all the young artists and people you see in the scene now, is there anyone now? In, there's lots. Yeah, is there anyone in particular that you think that people should be looking out for? Other than Trentoff. <laughs> there, there's there's lots. Like that's the thing. I mean, look, it's not so much about like who is. Um, a young and up and comer who's going to blow up because I was thought- being in Melbourne, like it's really fucking hard to blow up. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it, it's a very rare thing to blow up in Melbourne. Like it takes yeah. a very a very rare combination of things. Mm. Like I've done a lot of shit and I haven't blown up. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I don't think I want to, but like. But you've made a career out of it. Yeah, but I made is, a career out of it, which yeah. is probably better than being a blow up in a yeah in a quick deflate. But it, it's not to say that people artists can't blow up. It's the industry that needs to change. Yeah. Like the artists are there. It's the industry that's not serving them. Mm. Like our industry is made up of a lot of suit fucks, <laughs> which is what I like to call them, mm. who are just booking resident advisor top 100 lineups, yeah. not backing locals. They, yeah. they have no idea culturally what's going on mm-hmm. with the local scene. Yeah. They're not tapping into fucking, you know, who's making tunes. Yeah. And they can't and they can't be fucked with the hard work of it either because a lot of artists are hard work. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like like there's a lot of kids that like yeah. it's not easy to work with artists. Do you know what I mean? Like I go through a lot of shit with my lineups, <laughs> you know, like yeah. a lot of emotions are yeah, getting flung around. And I understand that when I was working with uh when I was young working with these these older industry figures yep. that I probably was a handful as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like and and What's look, and look and look, I probably haven't gone as well as I could have because I was an emotional little yep. you know, little shit. What's the weirdest know? request you've had from an artist or complaint? 
Request or complaint? Oh, dude, we could go on about that shit Come forever. On. Just like, there's a haystack, there's a little need. I'm just going through the neurotransmitters, boom, there it is. What, Mate, what? the kid out there who I love to death, yeah. he, he knows he, he knows who he is. <laughs> no, <Nah. laughs> no, nah, nah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna drop names like that. But um, oh, okay. What's the weirdest request or something you've seen on like an artist writer or someone that wanted something that you thought was just no? Nah, this is the problem, man. Artists don't get, local artists don't get an artist writer. Yeah. they don't get fucking dick. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like, I like. When it comes to organic audio, organic audio, the concept was I'm going to pay cunts what they're worth, I'm going to give them the drink writers, mm. I'm going to build them properly, I'm going to do a profile, I'm going to do a yep. bio thing with the artwork. Yep. That's why it was successful because yep. a backed artist. But then I'm doing these festivals and then, then, then we like we try to grow the brand and we, we mm. start doing stages at festivals and then all of a sudden for the first time ever in my entire life I'm, I'm asking artists to play for free. Yeah, right. You know, because it's not... It's not my festival. It's not my yep. budget, and and they'll they'll come out and they'll do it for me. But mm. that's just not my vibe, bro. Yeah. Like and and for me, that I mean, like that is the constant um, drive to do festivals, to yep. do parties, to to make the scene better. Is yep. to rep so then we can... to rep fucking locals like yep. they're internationals. Yeah. Give them the fucking respect. Give them the fucking like. Gold yeah. class treatment that they yeah. fucking deserve. Yeah, you know, and and like uh, that's always been the driving, always been the motivation, and that's why um, you know when Hatch kind of in Bali, uh, this venue presented itself as a mm-hmm. as an opportunity. I took it because I, I saw it as an opportunity to have a cash cow to pump back into Melbourne local local. Uh, arts, yep. you know, and, and you know, I guess it's being a patron, you know, it's, it's yeah. a patron, you know, you're being a patron of the arts. So, would you like to tell us a little bit about Hatch? Because it's in Bali, there was also a laneway fiesta, um, yeah. a couple of months ago. Um, yeah, we wanted, we wanted to do it in, in both countries, but yep. so I, don't, I don't think the timing's right for Melbourne. Okay, Melbourne's so got too how, much how, shit on right now. Well, how does it work in Bali and what's your role with it? Uh, so concept development, I guess, like you know, um, Elliot. Who's a dear friend of mine runs Strawberry Fields, founder of Strawberry Fields. Mm-hmm. He was I like, I saw him uh, on the weekend actually at yeah. uh, Neelix. Yeah, uh, watching Neelix at Bloom in Geelong. Shout out to Aaron Cashin. Did yeah. you see? thank you for the royal treatment. I, I was running around Melbourne trying to find a site to yep. do an organic audio festival. Yep. And he was like, mate, you know, look, timing's not now. If, if you've got if you've got the friends to invest, if, you, if you've got the if you've got the energy, like come over to Bali, check this out. I was like, no, no, no I want to do a festival, I want to do organic audio festival, I want to do yeah. that, you know. Yep. Anyway, like um, there was a little bit of synchronicity with that, mm-hmm. but then it started to feel like I was going against the current and, yeah. and, and, and the moment and we just weren't finding the land. Yep. And Well, the right land. Mm-hmm. Checked out his land but not the right land. Yep. There's a certain type of land I'm looking for. Around Victoria. Yeah, around Victoria. Yep. There's a certain type of land I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. Like it's not that I haven't been able to do organic audio as a festival. Yep. I just haven't found the land. I feel it needs to be a bit swampy, the right yeah, amount of hills uh, to be that was like the my, audio. My, my, my ideas the right for the festival, my ideas for the festival completely yep. uh, come down to the land and, yep. I, and I hadn't found that. I think that's why Earthcore is actually so good to just take a step back because of the way that the, the hills, they were, the yeah. cocoon for the sound right. of music. Yeah, look, no helmet. But, but, like, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, like I have ideas and, 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 and yep. we hadn't found the right land for the, those ideas. And so I was like, okay, fuck this. We're going against the current. I don't go against the current. I go with the flow. Mm-hmm. The flow's fucking heading this way. Elliot's offered me to come over and hang out at his beautiful Bingen clifftop fucking house that he's, that he's making. And yep. we went over there and he invited the whole family. God bless him. And. And we all hanged out there and he showed me this property and the minute I walked in there, I was just like, boom, shakalaka. <laughs> like, you know, it was just like the heavens open up and boom, 
of that lightning bolt hits as it does when something's mm. right. And I was just like, this is it, this is this is this is the space and yep. you know, and the everything just talks to you. And um that so, was and that was it. And after that, man, it was just fucking synchronicity. So it was the, just like boom, 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 yeah. boom. Every single thing just fell into the place. And like Bali's not an easy fucking place, man, to make something work. We found the landowners, we found the fucking people that like find those land. People have checked out this this because it was just a run-down piece of property yep. overgrown by trees. People have been trying to find these landowners for a long time. Yeah, right. We somehow just snow asked locals and snowballed our way into like just meeting the right people when yeah, the whole nice. thing just went do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Yep. So for people listening who love to travel and go on holidays in Bali's where we all love to go party, um, so is Hatch a day party or is it a festival? We don't know yet because it's Bali. <laughs> <laughs> we're just going with the flow so and, and, and rolling when's and rolling it starting? With it. like the, we have a concept and what, yep. what we want to well, do what's the concept and, and what we can do are, are two separate things yep. like no so like well like yeah well look conceptually as a look it, it it's pretty much an organic audio stage with a budget yep you know and 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 chia was the concept yeah so have you it, ran a party like, there yet like no, not yet. It's coming up. But yep. like Chia was the concept. Chia was like, Chia, you get in here and you just fucking paint. Yeah. You know? And so she one year of like every single day, hardly a day off, that she, that warrior woman yep. painted that entire fucking venue mm-hmm. with her psychedelic fucking Aboriginal coloured influenced yep. art. And the rest of the time we were just trying to make it look good with what little budget that we had. And, and if it wasn't for Dom, uh, who is a restaurant owner here in Melbourne who had a place called Mr. Scruffs, mm-hmm. whole thing wouldn't have fucking happened. Like yep. I don't know how the fuck it all fell into place. I was at a mate's uh, engagement party, Warwick Ferguson, and like um, – like Hatch was, we had like a couple of weeks to nail this property. I thought it wasn't going to happen. I start telling this, like one of Warwick's friends, like this dude Dom about this thing going on in Bali. And the next thing, man, he's like, he's wiring me the money on his iPhone. Yeah, right. Like he, he was just, he just sold his restaurant. He, he was waiting for something to pop up. And, yeah. and he was like, this was it. Once he got over there, <laughs> like, I think that like, I think that, um, the kind of the world came crumbling down a little bit and, and I was way out of my depth as well. And thank God though for for him, like he just he just wound up like he comes Dom comes from like a, a family of, of his dad's a builder. Yeah. And I think he just has um a, a knowledge of how to build things and, and he he yeah. thinks he's not a creative, but fuck me, he's one of the most creative people I've ever met. Mm-hmm. And um and he and like he just found a way to do what was like he went through a lot of shit with me because I guess I had an idea in my head and I was really stubborn about it like I am and we didn't have the resources to pull it off. We didn't we didn't have the builders, we didn't have the teams, we didn't have yeah. anything. Like and we're in Bali. I can't call anyone just I'm used to being able to call someone to solve my problems. <laughs> and um and yeah, and, 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 we, and, the, build, and the builders that we have are just trying to rip us off. It's it's Bali, dude. Like everyone's just trying to rip you off. It's a communication <laughs> barrier. Yep. In the end, I was able to fly fly Dav and uh, Jakey and and um, yeah, a couple of mates over uh, another dude, Dylan, to just mm-hmm. get the cladding done. Yep. We, we got the structurally ready. So what city we, is James James Milani got the, the got the structure ready? What city is it near? 
the, it's in Uluwatu. Uluwatu, yeah. So, yeah, the whole idea was just like, you know, podiums, build yeah. on top of the containers, build on top of the bar, put a bridge through the so middle. So what's the goal? Chia paints it. What's the hatch goal? I gave a very basic kind of concept. We had a very basic conceptual drawing, but as to how to build it, like that shit just fell apart because we're in yeah. Bali. Like we, we couldn't just get yeah. the people that we know in Australia. So, like, it, it took a lot of, like, trial and error and, yep. and it took a lot of, like, driving around and finding material and trying to find out, like, fuck, yeah. how do we, you know, how do we do this? But if it wasn't for yeah. Dom and his fucking great ideas of how to do things, like, under budget, we, mm-hmm. we, we would have totally fucking yeah. blown out um, and, and this thing could have ended up just sinking us financially and, and yeah. it became a disaster, but... Like instead, we 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 you know we found the materials and and we built everything. He, he built everything from scratch with his Balinese yep. build crew that we eventually filtered and mm-hmm. found the right people and Google Translator and away <laughs> we fucking go. Yep. And now and now over there we have this small. We we went from these massive teams of builders down to like five core crew of these little Indonesian crew who just vibe and they just they're multitask and they can do yep. anything and Dom just learned how to fucking talk to them and work with them and they just got this fucking communication <laughs> down pat of sound, so of, of sound effects and Google Translate like yeah do, do, yeah. go get yeah. the ding 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 and <laughs> zip, 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 like that and like yeah. and there's this weird like telepathic kind of like communication thing going on and, and the thing's gone up and then like um and then like I got to a point where I ran out of money uh, the school wasn't working out with Malou. I had to come home. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chia stayed on for How a bit. How long ago was this? Uh, Last year. November. Yep. Yeah, Chia stayed on to continue painting and then Elliot's flown over okay. uh, to kind of replace me and, and yep. do those final stages of getting the event management teams up, getting the bookings done. Sure. Uh, getting the final so kind of furniture and all that type of stuff. So it's been like a mishmash of everybody. So is this kind to showcase Australian and international artists there? So now, or? so 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 the concept now is to like pretty much. Well, like, I don't want to say anything that doesn't happen. Yeah, but what's, the goal, what's, wanna, the, what's like, the goal then? I guess for, for all, like, the, all, cause, the, cause, all cause, your cause idea. Because like, yeah. like you know what what we wanted to do and what exactly is going on right now, mm-hmm. like. It changes all the time because it's barley yep. and, and everything does come down to um, shit can change as quickly as Melbourne's weather. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And um, But in an ideal world, we want to do a lot of the kind of tie in all the tours that come to Melbourne yep. with barley. So yep. if there's an international in Melbourne, yep. they're playing in barley. Yeah. want to set up studios. So, yep. so in the winter, Australian Aussies, yep, like they, especially all the kind of organic audios kind yeah. of crew can go over there, write tunes, play, 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 tunes. play some gigs. Yeah, play tunes. tunes, write tunes, detox. Yeah, detoxing is a big part of it for me. I want to, yeah. I want to like you know create this place that everyone can just like. Is it a proper detox place? Yeah, totally, dude. Like, there's, there's, mate, if you, if you want to like get high in Bali, you got to go out of your way to do it. Yeah. I, I mean, in this speci- specific area, yeah, Uluwatu, yeah. which is like yeah. a village, you yeah. got to go out of your way to do it. It's not worth it. Yeah, you know, you're better off just fucking vibing off the the good food that's around and yeah, swimming and then, at the and beach and, and, and actually just people. cleaning your act up for a while and actually yeah. doing the yoga that's available to you in the area. Yeah, like it's it's a very spiritual spot. It, yeah. it is though, because I mean, there's a temple. Everywhere, I mean, there's a temple in the fucking venue. Yeah, like you know, it's a very superstitious religious type place, and yep. and like you know how everyone's a DJ in Melbourne, everyone's yeah. a fucking yoga instructor. In Bali. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like yep. it's like it's, it's Guru City, man. Like um, it's yep. a little bit too much, if anything. Um, yep. so, so yeah, so like that. That's kind of the concept. I, I I'm getting over there on the 27th for the launch, and yep. then I'm staying there. 27th of uh, April, April. Yep. and then and then and then once my once my feet are landed in Bali. Then I'll be able to, okay, really suss out 
what we can do now yep and what we can do later like i'm sure that the vision that 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 we have for hatch mm-hmm. will happen 100% so what sort of um, but how, but, how, but but time is different in bali it's, yep. it's bali time which Slow is time. a completely different type of time how big is the what's the capacity Oh, it's huge. I yeah. feel like a thousand people, oh, cool. hundred people. Yeah. So, yeah. is your in your ideal mind, is it going to be a monthly thing, or is it going to be a weekly party, or what? don't know? All, that's the thing. It all comes down to the relationships with the to local the, community, okay. how yeah. they feel about amplified music, how they yeah. feel about your vibe, yeah, how right. they feel about like everything. Like they're, they're yeah. very quick to. So get it's just you. as important they're as who you are. Get, as get, what you're like doing. you don't want to piss anyone off. Like yeah. they're they're a strong they're a strong. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, uh, yeah, strong community, yeah. Uh, and like you need to. Do the right things by the community, yeah, otherwise you have no fucking chance. Like yep. you, they will burn your fucking place down. Yep. I'm serious; they will burn it to the fucking ground. Mm-hmm. Like if you piss anyone off, you're mm-hmm. a goner. Yeah. Like so, and but as it stands, we, I mean, like we're good people, and, mm-hmm. and and we're good by our staff. We're good by everyone in the community and the people around us. And yep. and, and right now, we have really fucking good vibes, and everything's looking really good. Fantastic. Uh, and and that that's that's. That's all I can really say about it, you know what I mean? Yep. But, like, what, you know, we have our first party. We have to see how it goes. We have to see how the village feels about it. We see yep. how the bunja feels about it. Yep. We have to see if, like, people are like, oh, you know, this is a good thing or this. They, 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 it's a Muslim country. They don't want debauchery and shit. Yeah. So, you know, they don't want, they don't want, people, where, they don't want people littering. They don't want people, mm-hmm. like, having, like, bike accidents and screaming yeah. and hurling. And that's where you've got things in the like, street. Now, you, know, you can like, tie that back to how smart it is booking your artists yeah, but and the, how they prepare but the their good, sets. But the good thing about, what? I guess the good thing about us is, though, like, we do come from the Bushdorf scene. We do yeah. have a, we are conscious people. We're not, yeah. we're not, we're not like, money-hungry, mongering yeah. corporate, you know, developers yeah. who are just You're trying organic, to fucking, you know, yeah, audio. We, so we're all about, yeah, like working with the local community, yep. making sure that the locals fucking feel the vibe, making mm. sure that fucking, you know, it's a safe environment and, you know, like, yep. uh, you know, not a, you know, disgusting kind of, mm-hmm. you know, party scene like Kuda and like some of yeah. the places in yep. Bali that you get. We want it to be wholesome, you know, like yeah. we want it to be uh, a place that is hippie, yep. you know. And you've so you've travelled quite a bit. Where else have you been in the world? And I think you mentioned to me you met a guy called Fred P. Oh yeah, yeah. How did you meet him? And where? I met. I met he he doesn't remember this until I explain who Fred P is to the youngest. Memory. Oh, Fred P. Yeah, you know, like Fred P. is just a, he's a sitcom DJ producer. <laughs> <laughs> like he's like. Big, big in the kind of like the Berlin realm of mm-hmm. that, that like hypnotic yep. house. So have you been to Berlin? Huh? Have you yeah, been? yeah. So that's where that's where I went out to Berlin. I was like, mate, Fred, like you know, you're a sick cunt. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring you to Melbourne. You'll remember this. And I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then like I got Elliot, and then Elliot booked him out. But you mentioned before how you're very shy. And then yeah, but that yeah, I had moments. Oh, okay. Go up and say so something. So what? So what was he? Was he? Was he? Was he playing? Was he in the toilet? Like, when, I'm, when, I'm, when I say shy, I'm like I don't go up to someone and just like start fucking just like put myself out there. Like I, I, I definitely go up and have my. I, I definitely, I definitely make sure what I say resonates. Yeah. It's like a trigger, you know. Yeah. So I went up and I said, "I'm going to bring." Okay. Well, you. then this sentence is very important. Yeah. Like. Fred, you me, I'm going to yep. bring you to Melbourne. You're a sick cunt. He's like, yep. okay, man. You're so where was that? Man. Talk to me at, at Burkheim, at Panorama Bar. Ah, oh, the Panorama Bar. Panorama Bar, for those who haven't been there, it's kind of like, it's a bit like Berlin Revs, but a lot more debaucherous. It's upstairs. It's got the, in the daytime, the sun comes through. The techno is a lot more 
Berlin, hypnotic, yeah. But it's mm. but there's still a bar you can sit at, and yeah. there's not just people rooting everywhere. There is in the mm. other corner, but yeah. So okay, sorry, that's just a paint. Yeah, and, and then um, um what, so, did you have so pants then, on? Did so you have then, pants on at the so time? Then we, I started a party with Elliot called Electric Owl. And, and we got him no out pants. for the very first party yeah, with exactly. Panther de Prince. Yeah, this is before Cake, and this is when we we're kind of like tapping into like, what is that really kind of like mm-hmm. popular? So you got him to come out or not? Yeah, so we got him out. He played Electric Parade, and then we took him to Killing, and then I took him to Killing Time. Yeah, and he played there. Yeah. So and did you remember um, you? Yeah, like he, no, he remembers now. Like you know, at the time, like so. So pretty much, I, I drive him to Killing Time. He does this show. I don't say much to him, mm-hmm. and then like that's it. Then like. Uh, you know, then I think it was like, I think it was only last Subsonic, like a year ago. I went up to him and I was like, Fred, you're going to remember me because I was that guy that came up to you at Panorama. So I thought I was going to bring you to Melbourne. Then you came to play my party at, at, at Electric Hour with <laughs> the Prince. And then we took you, I took you to Killing Time. He's like, dude, that's you? <laughs> I've been waiting. I, I was always trying to figure out like, yeah, bro. Now I've got this fucking venue in Bali called Hatch. Yep. That's You're going to play and there. Then, and then when you come play there, that's when we're going to connect. He's like, yeah. okay, man, I got it. So I you got meet it. him And so now I'm going to go to fucking Hatch and be like, Fred P, come on, brother. Now we're connecting. <laughs> so you meet Other him. than that, I've never so said more than fucking three words to the guy. You hit him up in Berlin. <laughs> three sentences. Hit him up in Berlin, show him around in Melbourne. Don't say much. Around. Just, I, we, just, we did the electric hour gig. Yep. I, I was the driver to the Killing kill yep. Time gig and then... Don't really it. mention it. He no, jogs really off. He comes back out next time. You're like, hey, whatever. And now, yeah, but Hatch. hatch yeah, I was, always, I was always kind of like that. I just fucking... Mm. I didn't want to bother bother them. Yep. Bother internationals. They get fucking hounded enough. Yes. Like, I don't know. I was just brought up. My granddad was just don't don't speak unless you're spoken to type mm-hmm. of thing. Okay. Up on that type of... Well, I'm speaking a lot to you right now. Yeah. Um, yeah well, it's different. It comes with age, though. Once you get yes. to age, you feel like, you know, yep. now I'm 35, I'm like, fuck it, man, I'm going to start talking more, you know? Well, speaking of the age, <laughs> we've got a picture here, which I found when I Googled mustache. The age? <laughs> nice one. I like the way you just like. Yep. That was good. Um, so you've got a T-shirt here on that says Under Suspicion. Um, this is picture number 17 for those checking it out on trendoff.com. Um, I think you're a bit taller than that. But anyway, Uh where, okay, first of all, where did this picture come from? Man, that picture came back to fucking bite me in the ass pretty yeah. hard. So eh? was that a promo, was it? No, like we did. I um, After mixed messages, we, we started a party at Brown Alley called Under Suspicion, which was a local party that I did yeah. with my main core crew, like yeah. um, Tal and Craig Pringle at the time and Tavish and that. Like We were like, oh, let's try and attempt a local party. We ran this AO campaign that just was simply just the words under suspicion become a su- subject. Yeah. didn't say anything else. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was like I was also kind of toying with marketing at the time, kind of finding my feet with like what works with marketing. Ran this whole camp- campaign. It's all it said. And then we dropped a launch date. Didn't tell people what the music was going to be. Didn't tell them what, anything about the gig. No lineup, yeah. no nothing. And we fucking did 700 people on the first party, yeah. which was huge back then. Yeah. Fucking huge. So sorry, at Brown Alley? At Brown Alley. Yeah. Which helped me fucking really understand at the time that people don't know shit when it comes to lineups. It, yeah. does, it actually does come down to really strong branding. And, yeah. and it was a branding exercise. And it's called Under Suspicion. But Under Suspicion is actually a brand that my friends in WA mm-hmm. uh uh, Adam Chatfield and Ryan Chatfield started, mm-hmm. and uh, I asked permission to use the use the name. As uh, they used to run, make these t-shirts and stuff. Yeah. And they're like kind of extreme sports crew. Yeah, um, yeah. And we did these mug shots. Like Boogs, is a, Boogs has one of these. Yep. Tal has one of these. Yep. Or 
everyone in the crew, even she has one of these. Yeah. We all have one of these. Yeah. So these are all on social media or something, huh? No, there was there wasn't we weren't there wasn't really. So how did the, how did the age find this picture? I don't fucking know the cheeky cunts. Journalism. <laughs> <laughs> because like, I can't even find it. Like Well there it is for you right there. Yeah. And how old are you there? Twenty six or you've got nice eyes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like yeah, we we weren't really very photos and like this was like kind of just when you, you branding in events yep. was just kind of becoming a thing really. Like, you know, yep. like I mean, Brandy's always been around, you yeah. know, but, yeah, we're trying new things with it, trying yeah. new ways of marketing. Sure. Facebook was very new. We're, sure. You know, we're trying new new ways of doing yeah. street street promo and stuff and, yeah, yeah, I was always just, like, playing around cool. with Tolly's money, <laughs> <laughs> which was awesome, such a wicked learning experience. Here's the picture of you in hospital. So you got bitten by a spider? Yeah, so like... So who's, so that, who's that with you there in that picture? My sister and my brother-in-law, Daniel. Yep. So you got bit on the hand by the looks of it? So, so what... what or was that a... Um, no, a I, got bit, I got bitten by a white tail and I almost yep. lost my fucking finger. Yeah, right. Like I was, I was packing down the first Ewok Village strawberry field stage, got bitten by a white tail and I continued doing the pack down for four days while my hand was just like absolutely just... You've never seen so much pus come out of one thing. <laughs> the yep. pus just never ended. Yep. It was amazing. You just squeeze it forever. It was just pus, 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 pus. Which <laughs> is like, you know... <laughs> If, if, if you're into pass, yeah. it, was, it was quite cool. Until it got to the point where Billy was just like, Billy from Strawfields was just like, dude, that's a white towel. You, you're so close to losing your finger. I'll, yep. I'll finish the job. Go, go sort it out. Go fucking sort it out. And then yep. and so I that knew, a to- and, that's a token wall. And I knew it was serious when yep. that token wall was like, get straight to Melbourne Hospital and I got yep. rushed straight through and put into fucking surgery. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, um, okay, well, what's a book that you've either – Gifted to people the most, or one that you have read that's had, oh, had a great influence on your life. The Power of Now. The Power of Now. Eckhart Tolle. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. That's the one. Yeah, there's some good audio books of that online yeah, yeah. as well. Yeah. And I'll tell you why that um, the audio book from that pops up in a lot of side trends. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that's that's the one. Yeah. Um, How has being a dad approached um, the way I guess you now now approach the scene, or and 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 live the festival life because you are at esoteric for two or three weeks building the stage and helping with the pack down. So how how it has been how's being a dad, I guess, impacted that and and Yeah, and, look, that's uh, a good question because like around the time of all this happening, I, I was questioning. Audio, I was you know, and, and and the scene was changing and the scene was becoming more commercialized, like we talked talked about before and more debauchous which just isn't my vibe yeah and you know like because I'm, I'm very like i like to take my daughter to these festivals and then, and then it gets to a point where you don't want to take it to these festivals but, like but, you know like and i guess that's where something like esoteric though was so nice because mrs mordorf who was on the latest podcast said how it was such a nice family atmosphere it was totally. great to see little kids running around there and have that have that um experience totally you would i would totally to, take my daughter to, to, to raise a family at yeah. events like things like that yeah, I yeah. totally would take my daughter to esoteric. I always yeah. um suss them out before I take my kid. Yeah. But, yeah, like Comfort Zone was so good for Malou. Yeah, That sure. was a really good one. Subsonic's yep. always been really good for Malou. Mm-hmm. Uh, wide Open Spaces is really good for kids. Yep. Earth Frequency is really good for kids. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like, I yeah, I guess, like, that. that's the thing is, like, you know, being a father, it's like, you know, um, yeah, like, what's the right vibe, yep. you know, Um uh, you know what? What are you willing to expose your your child to? Yeah. Um, I personally um, want to start moving more in that direction with my events. Yeah. Like you know, uh, 
going into the future. I, yeah. I have some pretty cool ideas mm-hmm. uh, for uh, not just families but like culturally um, creating yeah. a space for everybody to yeah. connect. There's a picture of your family tree? Yeah. <laughs> it's a killing time tree. Killing time tree? Yeah. Where is that? Pine killing time. Where? That's the killing time tree. What, in Chapel Street? Yeah, just behind killing time. Oh, true. Oh, there I you go. fell out of that tree. <laughs> <laughs> Timmers. Um, well, I guess we're nearly done. Uh, we spoke about all the different parties you've been at, festivals you've run, life as a dad, life as a son. But in yourself, in the last 20 years, how has your DJ style evolved? I think I'm at a point now where I need to write the fucking music. Mm. Like um, I can't find music anymore. That, mm. um, that is my style. Yeah, yeah I need to write it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm really looking forward to setting the studios up. Studios is meaning more than one. <laughs> yeah, well, Bali, Berlin, yeah, no. go. <laughs> yeah, like um, it's all been leading to this. Uh, I, I was like very, you know, I, I could have gone down the path of being a producer and a DJ and just solely focused on that. I probably would have smashed it with my hyper-focused energy. What do you think you're best at? But um, I don't know. I think I'm. I think I'm good at multitasking. But like, yeah. you All know, right. a, a, a label comes to you and says, "You're going to be our head of what? What's going to be your main thing? You're going to be the producer. You're going to be the promoter. You're going to be the. Are you going to just be the DJ for the live sets? You're going to be the marketer. No, like, um, are you going to clean the toilets? No, that's what I mean. Like, I guess like every like when I was going through the process of like you know, do I want to be a you know, I want to be a producer. I want I want to be an artist. But um, I'm a perfectionist, mm-hmm. um, a little bit of a control freak as well. But okay. at the same time, I know how to like. I can't wait to edit this with you. At then. the same time, I know <laughs> how not to control too much uh, and let people have their creative, creative freedom. But um, I guess that's why I got into creating the empire. Yeah. Uh, because it's like nothing's good enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like there's, there's like you know. There's events and I can play those events and they're awesome, but yep. it's never perfect. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know, it's never the right lineup that I like. It's not the right decor. It's not the right setup. It's not the right you know. Yep. So for me, um, yeah, I feel like I'm coming into like a point in my life where I've done enough of the industry back end, yep. and I have enough of the networks and the resources and the connections to build the teams and 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 create a lot of opportunities for people to actually you know. Uh, get involved in the industry and actually do something and it will get to a point where that like frees up my time to be a creative just like everyone else and it was just all about that. Yep. Um, the beautiful thing about writing music and playing music is it doesn't matter what fucking age you are. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So I was yep. like, Let, let's do this shit first. Let's set, let's set, let's set the fucking, um, yep. you know, let's, let, let's build the mechanics of the machine, mm-hmm. get all the mechanical parts moving and yep. then, you know, create create this... You know this robotic body, and like uh, you know, and then when it's ready to go, then I can just sit in the studio and do the art, and know that the platform is there to to play on, and and not only for myself but for everyone else I want to take on the ride with me. Yep. Yeah, and um, yeah. 
Um, that's Moses on the phone. Uh, hello. Yep. Okay. So, uh, yep. No worries. Okay. So Moses has got a question for us. He's gonna um, he's gonna part the seas. But he's gonna chuck you on a boat with Noah. You're gonna go to a stranded island. Uh, to a stranded island. You're gonna be there by yourself. What record and what book do you take with you? Oh. <laughs> I reckon that was the same noise you made when your daughter was created. <laughs> it can't be one record. It, what about a set? Yeah, I mean, if there's a set. A Nicholas Jar Boiler Room, New York City set. What? Okay. I could listen to that. Well, is that on the cloud or on the tubes? Or? Just New York, yeah, it's just Nicholas Jar Boiler Room. All right, we're going to whack that on as soon as we hit some other recording. I think the thing I could listen to a million times. Mm. Um, what about this? It's a cockerel ball. It's a cockerel ball. It's a cockerel ball. Show me cockerel. Show me ball. It's a cockerel ball. It's a cockerel ball. Do you hear that a million times? Jo- That's Joey Connor has heard that probably a million times. <laughs> but yeah, okay. Uh, um, book. Do you read much? Yeah, like no. Yes and no. <laughs> yeah, no. Nah. No, because I don't read anymore. I do audiobooks. Oh yeah, okay. You know, well, so, same same. Yeah. So I guess it, is that the same? So I guess the power of now is probably the. I listen to shitloads of podcasts. I listen yep. to shitloads. What's your favorite podcast? Joe Rogan for sure. Yep. Yeah, for sure. I and but um yeah, I listen to heaps of audiobooks, bro. Right. Um, the awesome thing about these bush tours, yeah, is like when this time of the year comes around every year, I'm just fucking like downloading the podcast, man. I'm just like catching up on all my fucking yeah. shit, man. They're great for the drive to and from. Oh, like, dude, it's all I do. Just like just listen to it. Just like just level up, level up, level up on everything. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, dude, I go hard on research. Like yep. that's all I do, man. If I'd be a better producer if I fucking you know didn't spend all my time. Surfing the internet, researching stuff, reading shit. And yeah, but all that stuff shit, um, you know I mean? absorbs into you and then you release that through your creativity. Yeah, totally. And I mean like and, and all of that is like what, what inspires the future and, and mm-hmm. you know, the future for me is like, you know, uh, is what keeps me going, you know. Like it is, I, I, you know, like from a young age I had a very like, you know, doomsday outlook on life. yes. And you know, what's your outlook on life now? We're going to save the planet, bro. Okay. <laughs> um, Mr. We're going to do it. You know Produ- what? Producer Julian, like, do you like, have any questions? Like, look, look, realistically speaking, before before that, realist, realistically speaking, though, we are fucked. Yeah. We are fucked. We, but we can do good. 100%. Yeah. We need uh, the human consciousness to take over and the collective consciousness to join and we can unite the people against this thing and actually... Do good for ourselves. Yeah. To quote, um, so to, so, quote the, to quote the pikeys in Snatch, uh, fucked or proper fucked? No, we're fucked. Climately, we're fucked. <laughs> um, we might be lucky being in Australia, but mm-hmm. still, we need to get on top of our government and 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 what we're doing mm-hmm. with some of the decisions that we're making with our environment. Um, but in saying that, um. There, there's um, a crew here in Melbourne called Mycelium. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have a, they have a warehouse in in, in Moreland. Uh, they're very close friends of mine. Uh, they're a network artist creative hub. Yep. Uh, they're all about. Um, yeah. Do, do they do that thing in Chapel Street? No. Huh. That little Matray Cafe in Chapel Street. That's no, not. No, no, no. Mycelium's like this massive warehouse creative network hub. They had one in Richmond, which was a great success. They're working with. Um, uh, the Victorian government and uh, a lot of a lot of the people that are part of uh, 
mycelium are like, you know, Swinburne lecturers and, you know, everything from lighting to, um, you know, uh, jewellery to stage design to lighting design to, to like, it's just like everything you can think of just kind of like just um, amalgamated into like this one spot. And we've been talking and, and, and we're coming together and I have to definitely 100% run this part of the podcast by my friends yeah. before we put it up. Yep. But, uh, yeah, we are, we are definitely talking about a sustainable future. Uh-huh. Uh, the wheels are in motion. Uh, we've been talking about it for over a decade. Like, like Simon Sleeker introduced me to Rainbow Serpent when I was like 24 years old. Yeah. And What year was your first rainbow? I think it was like 25, so like that would have been like 2004, 2005 or something like that. Yeah. I don't know, my memory's pretty shot, bro. Is there, is, there a, is there a set that sticks out in your brain? No, like t- what is time? Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like I, can, I, I, I have a very, very hard time. <laughs> like figuring out what time things happened, you know. I, it's just, you know, every year you're at the same doof pretty much, you know. Um, look, like the, the amazing things about festivals and this is, this is why the government is, is cracking down on it in places like Sydney and yeah. like, like let, let's like in, in a roundabout way of like, you know, not getting too politically into it yeah. and let's just, you know, just like. You keeping know, it fun. Keeping it fun. Like they don't want people to come together yeah. and talk. Mm. Like because like since the beginning of time, festive events have been a place that people congregate and come to talk. Yeah. Like I've, I've travelled through India and, and there, there are places of congregation, like mm-hmm. places where they would travel all across the land they would come and they would have festive events and they would come and they would talk about, about culture, about science, about Horticulture, the about things the things they found, the things they learned, the materials that they learned to bind together to make yeah. things. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And, that, and 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 in those environments, yeah. you evolve. Yeah. Right. And yeah. that's what we're doing here. That's what we are doing. And when you have festivals go down the path of like using colors and symbols and brands and frequency to like hypnotise people into following a cult, yeah, which is what it is because, like, if you're an ignorant, a little bit on the ignorant side of things and... and, and naive. And, and, yeah, naive. And, yeah. and I'm, not, I'm not, like, shunning or putting down these types of people because, like, it's, yeah. it's, you know, it's... I have full compassion for people who are unaware that this is happening to them. Yeah. But there's a science behind marketing. Yes. Do you know what I mean? And... and, and and there's a science behind religion. Do you yes. know what I mean? And, and, and festivals uh, can be no different to religion sometimes. Yeah. It's about is gaining it, followers. Is Easter a festival? Keep you coming back. Yeah. Keep you coming back. Keep you feeling connected to something. Yeah. Keep you on the keep you on the train. That's the cult. You yes. know, because if you've got the cult, yeah. you got the money. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not it's not liberating you. It's not it's not actually giving you anything to like. You mm-hmm. know. So, so that's the scary thing. There's a, there's a real, there's a, there's a power. There's a real responsibility that comes with running events, and, and it scares me when I when I look at look at you know festivals not only here in Australia but all around the world of like who's doing it right and who's doing it wrong. But you're talking about colours and symbols and words bringing people together, and but that's what like, it's also good in a way because like you know you group people together. So at, least, you know, at the end of the day, at least. 
those people who are into that thing group together over there and the people who are into that thing group over here together. And it, it's, you I, know, I, there, there's I, a fine line between cult and culture. I feel, very, <laughs> you know? I feel very grateful that you've said this and that you're aware of this because I've been to events where it feels like the guys running the events don't understand their power. When you go to an event and everyone is crammed smack bang at the front, it's squashed up as hell, there's piss everywhere and all the food is like meat on a stick, that those events and that culture, like these festival, the guys who run these events have the power. Yeah. And so I'm so glad and almost proud that, that you recognise that and that you can say the that you guys are aware of, of of the power that you have because oh, dude, I feel this that is, this is I feel my that, passion. I guess I guess that's the difference. Like, like, the guys like, like you and guys that run festivals like like Esoteric and Rainbow, um, they they know how important it is. Um, and then there's a lot of other festivals out there where the, you have the power to influence the youth to make the world better, and yep. you can do that. So please do that because you can do it by not having porta potties and by having proper sustainable dunnies and having um, organic food and having real people doing real things. Yeah. And by getting too much on a trend, trend on a trend. No, no, trend. no. But the, the thing is, man, like, there's but there's also even the fine line of like being aware. Yeah. And uh, bastardizing. Mm. Awareness. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's also knowing that spiritual consciousness is something that can be marketed. Yeah. And that makes me sick in the guts too. Which happens. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's a cult. Yeah. You know, so there's a fine line between cult and culture. Mm-hmm. Fine line. Uh, Alan Watts, big fucking inspiration mm-hmm. of mine. Yes. Says that, you know, the, the guru, yes. uh, you know, a, uh, you know, he um he asks the question back at you. You know, what I mean, does he like? Whereas religion, like you know, uh, it keeps you coming back. Yeah, keeps you coming back for answers. Yeah. So festivals or like religions or governments or whatever kind of like cultural Hollywood or Bollywood or yeah, any of that shit that keeps you coming back to learn. They have you. They have. They have you. you you know, you're bait on a fishing line, man. Like they're just like they're reeling you in. They're mm-hmm. keeping you there. Yeah. You know, they're keeping you there, fucking looking for the answers, and they've they've got the answers. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, and and some people are aware that they're doing it, and others aren't. Mm-hmm. You know, like um, yeah, art, art is a very powerful thing, and and a great responsibility responsibility comes with it. And I don't know if anyone's actually truly exercising it, to be honest. What's the best piece of art you've ever experienced? Mm. Oh, your eyes just went. Mm-hmm. You know that. You know that um, um, world's. Uh, what is it, Ripley's? Believe it or not, where the girl's eyes bowl out of the head. That's what Mustard's eyes just did. Mate, like, look, the best type of art is anything that, like, um, you know. Uh, Stirs up any kind of emotion. Do you know what I mean? That's yeah. what art's meant to do. Is like, meant, yep. it's meant to like. Uh, Tool is pretty good art. Mm. Tool, the rock band, is pretty good art. Yeah, they're fucking psycho, but you know, at the same time, yeah, like they're they're very they're very cultish as well. Mm-hmm. Um, 
like, fuck, like Scrat is pretty fucking phenomenal art. Like, what do you mean? Who's, who's my pinnacle of art? Nah, man, I can't really fucking pick or choose, to be honest. Like, art's art, do you know what it's I mean? Like, I don't know. It's, it's Everything's like, art, though. I think, I think God is art. I think, I think that, like, what, I think we're living in art. I think, like, this is, I think the, the story of the universe, the story of our, our species is, is, is the, great, the great tale of, of God's story. Uh, this, is, this is the stage. This is the platform. And, like, you know, like, and we're all actors in this great, story that is art you know and if you believe you're the actor that's ego but if you if you know you're just playing a role in the story then you realize that you're just you're part of the art yeah i think that's the best way to kind of describe art for me i think god's the artist bro this is working through us you know, so, so whatever God is, so, you know, so, whatever the so, universe. So, your answer is, right? is the earth. The earth is your favorite art. Do you? Yeah, I think conscious. Uh, yeah, I think. Yeah. I think we are the art. I think. Like, I think everything is the art. Like, dude, we fucking look around art. you, man. Like, we, we, mm. like, look around us. It's like architecture. Everything. We're alchemists. Yep. Alchemy is like you know taking material substance and creating. Yeah. You know, like that's what we do. We we have ideas and we mm. take those ideas and we we forge them into the material realm. Yeah. You know that that. That's a beautiful thing about being human. Perspective, Julian, do you have but any questions from Oscar? Questions? You probably have many. Um, are there faces on Mars? Huh? Are there faces on Mars? <laughs> Julian's just scratched his head. <laughs> we can do this. I don't mind. 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 I do not mind going down the rabbit hole. I'm ha- I'm happy to stay and go down the rabbit hole. That's I'm, I'm happy to do it. I'm happy to people listen oh, well, to let's it. Let's wrap it up. No, 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 we don't have to. Well, we, don't oh, we can. It's well, up to you. I'm well, happy to go down the rabbit hole. Okay, so before we go either too far down the rabbit hole or too far out into a universal black hole, um, let's wrap it up. The final question, I'm going to ask you this. Um, I'll ask you it first, um, but then I'll go through some of our other TB podcast traditions. So, Mr. Musker, if you could ask any person or anything in all of the universe, in all of time, any question, who would you ask and what is the question? Now, whilst you ponder on that, I have for you, as is tradition, uh, thank you for coming on. We have some wine. This is not sponsored by the pod. I like to go and and Julian has to follow me around the whole um, all the aisles where we find one that we think is suitable for this guest. Bottle of wine after everything. You like you've looked after me enough. So now I think from all of our experiences and everyone that I've talked to, whether it's been Shannon, Jai, Lee Boy, Wixie, Channy, Joey, Laura, um, the other guests, they've all kind of said that you are the king of this. And that is why we got you this bottle of wine. You are the king of? Underground. (laughs) That's That's it. so So, cool. So thank you very much, sir, for coming on. Um, Probably just we'll never open that. That's so cool. Oh, we just opened it and smash it um, before you leave tonight. Uh, (laughs) um, Thank you. Okay. 
No, th- th- thank cool. you very much. It's been an absolute pleasure. I've loved delving in through your neurotransmitters. Um, I appreciate your honesty. Mm. Um, it's great to have someone on in the first, I guess, father that's come on to be so open and honest <laughs> about how the scene influences family life. And yeah, um, yeah. I'm glad that we've got to delve into that. Um, but yeah, so who, who would you ask a question to and, and what's the question? Who framed Roger Rabbit? Who are you going to ask? <laughs> um, <laughs> well, any question. Well, and they would give you the real answer. So, for example, um, well, some of our past guests, well, something was as simple as <laughs> someone was like, oh, when is my Uber going to get here with my food? But then there was another one which was uh, like – the Nanoplex guys were like, how, how did the Rolling Stones get in the mindset to create one of their albums or yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, why did the Beatles call themselves that? Uh, oh, dude, like, look, there's only ever one question. That I've, you know, it's like, what is this? What is this? What is this? Okay. And who, <laughs> and who, who are you asking that to? What is reality? What is this, man? I, what the Fuck is I knew on. that. I wanted, to, I, wanted to, I wanted to ask you this as much as anyone I wanted to ask this question to. You're the one I wanted to ask this. Who are you asking that question to? Myself, all the time. <laughs> all the time. All right, what's your answer? I don't know. No one knows. Okay. All right. How cool is that? No one knows. What is this? No one knows. No religion, no government, no fucking no one knows. No you philosopher, no, no, no. You are the universe No one. No one fucking has the answers. Cool. Yeah, that question is what keeps us pushing forward. That is that is what keeps us keeps us. What know, is this? Yeah, evolving. What is this? Cool. What is this? All right, Michael Musker, <laughs> Organic Audio, Hatch. You've been a part of Let the Meat Cake, Strawberry Fields. We've seen you build stages at Babylon. We've seen you party at all the best venues in Melbourne, Victoria, the Southern Hemisphere. You are the most organic of all of the audio. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks. I appreciate your time. You've been a great guest. I look forward to more of these conversations. I think next time we come on, we're going to delve further out into the universe and probably not talk about music. Yeah. Thanks for coming on. No, thank you, man. That was awesome. You're a sick cunt. (laughs) Thank you. Anything you would like to ask me? Um, or, or, or any last thoughts <laughs> to the people? Um, well, well, I guess while you should to that, I'll just do the quick plugs. Organic Audio, Friday, April 12th, Brown Alley. We've got uh, Musker basically playing all night long. Jordan's going to warm up for him. It's going to be season. Uh-huh. Um, nice little throwback night there. Like, um, um, yeah, and Vecchio's playing all night long in the garden oh, but, bar. Oh, so Vecchio's yeah, in the garden yeah, bar. Got, yep. And, and Cheers doing all the decor. Um, and what's going on, if I can just do a bit of a plug with Organic Audio, is we have that event. Then May 18th, we're doing a very, very exclusive warehouse party. Oh, so exclusive. Um, it's an yeah, it's 300, exclusive. 300 limited tickets that will get released. And it will 300? Li- it will literally be a first in best dressed. And it, um, we're doing a you know, warehouse location with a full art installation with myself, uh, Chia, um, and mycelium crew. Yep. Uh, and so we're taking parts of the market stage mm-hmm. uh, from last year, the Infinity Mirror, and um, oh. uh, they, they did a 
they have parts from the Sunset Stage, um, from another Rainbow Party and a fusion of our organic audio parties is coming together to do this like yep. cool immersive space. Then what will happen out of that is I'm going to do um, Tal all night long. Tal. At Storyville. Tal. Yeah, and we're going to showcase him because uh, he's a fucking legend and he's been on the on the ride with me uh, the whole way through. And um, I want to birthday soon too, I think. Yeah, and I, I wanted to do, um, you know, a showcase with me and Tal at Brown Alley, but um, it's better that we, we make it two separate events. And, yeah. Um, you know, this one's about him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... Uh, we haven't got the lineup for upstairs yet, so that's up for grabs. Okay. For 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 a local, a local who we're going to showcase because mm-hmm. it is two rooms. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to keep and and with these parties and with that party in particular, we're we're going to team up with uh, Culture Jam, which is Michael Scarlett, who who runs a festival called The Town. The Town. And um, yeah. So 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 the whole concept for Organic Audio Showcase uh, all night long events are. Uh, we're going to get an artist, uh, producer, artist, and we're going to showcase them all night long with a decor artist. And um, you'll get this full immersive experience of decor and music. Um, then after that event, uh, we're thinking, Jai, maybe, <laughs> we're thinking like, uh, I don't know, should I, should I, I don't know. Look, something that I can talk about is, um, I'm also going to start doing a podcast. Ooh. Yeah, and um, it's happening with Mycelium Studios. Yes. And um, we're going to start, uh, we're going to set up a studio there, we rig it up and we're going to uh, get some really influential speakers in because those guys are working, as I was saying before, with yep. uh, people within Swinburne and the Victorian government who yep. have a lot of really crazy shit to talk about Mm -hmm. Um, and I'd love to keep the connection between us going uh, so this can be kind of our little dirty underground relationship over here like this one and we can we can like uh, push the uh, push the local art and uh, like uh, kind of get us some synchronicity going together yeah yeah because I yeah, it's good to get this out over this podcast yep. uh, because I definitely won't be doing this on the other one. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Cool. But, yeah, like it, it's pretty exciting. Um, like my relationship with my Silliam Studios is, is a very um, very positive one for the, for the future yep. of not just events and culture and art and music but also of like, you know, what good can we do uh, here in Victoria Melbourne, Australia. Uh, we're going to do one more in yep. June. Yeah. Uh, one more big party uh, of the organic audio kind of local get together with just a, with a huge lineup. Yep. And then we're going to lay low over yep. winter because in December. Uh, and this is where we cut like a podcast? No, nah, oh, in oh. December, Boxing Day. Boxing Day. Organic Audio. Are we going to do it on the MCG? Launches its first one-day festival. One-day festival? Organic Audio? Yeah, it goes one-day festival. Yeah. Boxing Day. (laughs) Boom. And and it's all been leading to this. Yep. And, uh, yep, 
where it's going to be fucking huge. I have no idea what we're going to do about the lineup, but I do know how it's going to look, and it's going to look sick. And you want to see the fucking spot, man? It's off the hook. Who's it? Who's it? Fucking crazy, man. So it's going to be so fucking cool for the first time ever that there's actually going to be a festival held in the city of Melbourne. On Boxing Day. On Boxing Day with locals. Locals, all local festival. Like, I'm not even sure if it's ever been done before. I don't know. I like to think that, like, you know. I better tell mum Christmas is in Melbourne this year. Look, it, it's, it's, I don't know who's going to play yet. It's not so much about the line. It's just the fact that it's happening. It's really fucking cool because I know that it's going to work and I know that everyone's going to come out for it. And um, that's going to go well because I know it is. And um, from there... Oof. You want to see? You want to? Mm. You want to see what we've got planned? Um, Thank you very much, Mr. Muscoff. Cheers, bro. It was fucking awesome. You're a legend. All right, we'll see you, Brett. So much. See you at the next organic audio party, Brown yeah. Alley. Hey, mate. Thank you. What a fun one that was, and thank you once again to our special guest this week, Michael Musker. You can find more of Musker. That is spelled M-U-S-K-A on SoundCloud, Facebook, and the Instagrams. We mentioned his upcoming black and white party for Organic Audio on April 12th. Uh, Also look out for our special post-paradigm special on the TB pod that'll be getting posted uh, in the coming week, most likely, as we give you the full post-paradigm festival recap. As we also head into what's going to be a big April with special events on May Aeon with Dream Vibes. Proc and Fitch at the Timber Yard, the Enchanted Gardens Party with Dinox and Beckers, Porn and Co with Dayduff featuring Marika Rossa, and also coming soon a 4i20 playing. Big April ahead. Thanks to everyone for tuning in. Here's our tune of the week. May as well keep it with a theme uh, that was that come up throughout, and that is the Bush Techno. And here is one of our good friends of the pod, Mr. Jiden, that is JYDN with Inception. You can buy this now on Beatport through Recovery Collective. Thanks everyone for tuning in. Abragados. Vamos. Peace, love and rainbows, baby.
Thank you.